Blog Talk Radio. I got my right hand, and most of the time, my left, the fabulous Miss Tony. We talking that talk today about learning to celebrate you. Yes. Hey, T. Hey, Alicia girl, how you doing this Thursday evening? We're gonna call it Friday Eve. <laughs> that sounds much better than Thursday. <laughs> right, right, right. Girl, so busy over here. I know that's right. I know that's right. We stay busy, girl. We stay busy. But welcome to this Friday Eve edition of Let's Chat. <laughs> I am Miss Tony, as Risha has said, and I got the one and only phenomenal co-host in the blog talk world, Miss Leisha. Leisha, I like that topic tonight, learning to celebrate you, because in all actuality, we're always the last person to celebrate or take care of ourselves. So um, it's going to be uh-huh. interesting to hear our fabulous guest tonight. Talk about how they celebrate them and if they do celebrate themselves. Right. Absolutely. I think, and you're very, very on point that we don't celebrate ourselves enough. I think especially mm-hmm. if you're a mom, a woman, we, we tend to celebrate others and look out for others and do for others and put ourselves on the back burner. So true. So true. And then when we get all burnt out, that's when we start thinking about ourselves, but sometimes we can get too late. So we should be our first and foremost taking care of us because if we take care of us, we're able to take care of all of those around us. Uh, but you guys know, Alicia and I, you know, we just get right up into the topic. Like we don't have new people in the in, in the chat room, so we want to welcome everybody. But just to give you guys a little taste of what Alicia and I so love to do week in and week out, on Let's Chat, we celebrate literature, but if you listen to any of our archives, you'll notice that we don't just celebrate literature, we celebrate life. We celebrate all arts 
all walks of life, they have come to the doors of Let's Chat. So go out and check out our rich archives. But we love doing it the royal way. We love to interact with our guests and have our listeners interact with our guests because you never know who may be listening and at what point they may need a word that is spoken here on Let's Chat. So we appreciate everybody, our listeners as well as our guests. And I appreciate my co-host, Miss Leisha. She has no idea how much I appreciate her. But we welcome you guys. Uh, we thank you guys for tuning in. And we hope you all are ready for a great show with some awesome guests tonight. Yes, 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 we do. We have an awesome guest. we got three fabulous ladies coming to kick it with us. We have the fabulous Terry Johnson. I think I spelled her first name wrong. <laughs> you know, you see something. No, we can But I love her. That is my sister's pride. I'm excited to have her on the show. She's going to talk about mm-hmm. her new release. I'm just so excited for her and excited and giddy on the inside. Can't wait to talk <laughs> that talk with her. And then we have the fabulous author, Teresa B. Howe, and the fabulous S. Raven Storm. You know, Storm, she coming here and she kicks it with us. She is an avid listener to our show, and she is an author. Mm-hmm. And we enjoy when she comes in and spends time with us um, on a regular basis. She listens to our show when she's not working. She listens to the show when she's working. She listens to the replay, and she's listened to us since we have started. So we really appreciate her here on the the chat. Mm -hmm. We really do. And and, and parts of her name, she be coming in here just stirring up a storm. I love when she comes in here, Leisha. (laughs) She gets us to thinking, like, okay. I didn't think of it that way. So part of her name, she is a soul to be reckoned with, but in a lovely way. <laughs> yes, she got she got a word in her. Y'all make sure y'all listen to our show. We did a show, um, a part two, and it was a Battle of the Sexes, y'all. Y'all make sure y'all listen mm. to that show. She called it. She dropped. She dropped some some game on the callers. You know, I'm about to tell you a petty moment. I'm about to tell y'all a petty moment. Okay. <laughs> so, this is a petty moment. This is, I say it's petty. You ever just meet somebody and, like, you're like, wow, that's going to be real interesting. Like, just because you know it's going to be controversial. Mm-hmm. So, I, I met a author at an event on Saturday. And... Um, the comment he made, normally, you know, normally I'm very combative. I'm like, you say what now? But I didn't do that. <laughs> I was like, well, we were learning. We need to get you on our show, child. You know that was a setup. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I had to just, I had to be honest. I was like, you know, that's petty when you just, you like, baby, just come on on the show. <laughs> Was you settled with it, Leash? Was you settled with it? I was real nice and polite and everything. I was like, yes, that would be awesome. Child, that's a setup. We're trying to get you up in here because it's about to go down, okay? <laughs> because the comment he made was, and we're going we're gonna to do a, a, a topic on this, but the comment he made was that um, he compared uh, certain kind of men to gazelles. 
And he said, well, you know, oh. that's the, the nice guy, the something guy that just, you know, the ones that let their women run around and do whatever they want. And I'm thinking to myself, last I checked, I was grown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mm-hmm. didn't say it, but that's the first thing that Yeah, he wasn't mind. ready. <laughs> last, the last I checked, I was grown. Can't no man let me do nothing. I do what I want to do. I'm grown. Now, if you choose not to do it to please your man or, or to uh, be – compromising that is your own personal choice yeah i said mm-hmm. it don't send me no inboxes mm-hmm. uh, yeah uh, he, he wasn't ready <laughs> i was like now i was on live and i was like let me stop because i just i ain't gonna <laughs> say nothing but i really want to say something and he was like you mm-hmm. know <laughs> It's going to be a show. Mm-hmm. Just wait. Just mm-hmm. wait. With or without him, that's mm-hmm. about to be a show. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see how much he shows up. But that just goes to show, show you, you know, everybody has a different mindset when it comes to, I want to say relationships, you know. And sometimes you can look at a person's life and kind of determine that mindset. And, and and kind of see why they are where they are in their life. Does that make sense? Mhm. Yes, it does. So that that's interesting, and uh, I hope he does come on the show because you know we love picking brains of of, of our guests like that. And just to, mm-hmm. to you know, no opinion isn't wrong opinion. I try to keep that mentality because everybody is entitled to it. But you know, <laughs> depending on where you which which field you're coming from. <laughs> We can go toe to toe. Really, T. Really, T. Really, really. <laughs> we can go toe to toe. You know, I love going toe to toe. I'm like, really, T. Really, you you gonna go there? Because I was really like, I a woman was grown. She got her own But you know, our favorite thing we we are influencers, Leech. We are influencers, so you never know. You may change a person's opinion, and okay, I never saw it that way. Okay, you have a point. No, ma'am. Of course we do. No, (laughs) ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Not not like that. Mm -mm. I can get his. (laughs) Gotta be interesting. See, we. I can get his gazelle. Um, comparison, I get that. I get that because that's like what we're talking about: alpha males and beta males. So he can the the gazelle was the beta male. I can get mm-hmm. all of that. What I don't get is you know that comment. I didn't I didn't get that. I didn't wrap my mind around that, and I refuse to. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not, ladies. Mm-hmm. Now you listen. you and now you and Storm. <laughs> educated me on the beta male because I had never heard of that. So that was a new one. And and what we talked about is last Friday's show, for those that may not uh, be following Alicia and I, but that powerful show, it was full of passion and also full of opinion, you know, and I didn't think that that show would take the, the legs that it did, but I'm so glad it, it did, Alicia, because it touched on a lot of subjects. It really it did. did. So please check out last Friday's show. Absolutely, it really, really did, and I'm excited. We're gonna do a part three. Oh I that, boy! I think that that's gonna be a segment every uh, once a month. We're gonna do battle of the sexes once a month. I think because relationships seem to be um, a very interesting topic for everybody, whether 
in across the board. And so I think mm-hmm. that is going to be uh, a mind, body, and soul segment, um, Battle of the Sexes, once a month starting next year. I think that's going to be one of the things we're going to put in next year. We're always going to do a Battle of the Sexes show, and then we're going to probably do just different relationship topics. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. the relationships are so wide and large as far as the, the dynamics of them. We'll have plenty of stuff to talk about and, and be entertained with. Did I say, Did say be entertained? entertained? <laughs> <laughs> Let me find out you got that petty hat on. <laughs> I didn't mean be entertained. I mean entertain y'all. Y'all know what I meant now. I meant entertain y'all, not be entertained. <laughs> but you know what I meant when I said what I said what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, Lisa. Yeah, okay. You working hard over there, girl. <laughs> Oh, my goodness, y'all. We appreciate y'all coming to kick with us live in the chat room. We're going to take a brief break, and we will be back with the fabulous Terry Johnson. And I put a, I need to put an eye on her name. Okay. And we're going to listen to some of this uh, Georgia Clay. Busting my tail on a nine to five. Keep up, try to stay alive Promise my lady we gon' be alright She be crying while she praying for a better life Hustling on the side for a bag of rice Gotta feed the fam, gotta pay the price Gotta keep trucking through the Georgia clay Gotta stay searching for a better day Gotta keep my faith to make a way Gotta get extended so the gas can pay Sweet Georgia, hold me down Strange fruit, my roots run deep. 
now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. Yes, welcome to Let's Chat. I am Miss Leisha. You know I got my right hand, the fabulous Miss Tony. We are talking that talk about learning to celebrate you. We have our first fabulous guest coming to kick it with us in the chat room, Miss Terry Johnson. Welcome. Hello, ladies. How are you all? We are good, Miss Johnson. How are you? And welcome to Let's Chat, girl. Yes, I'm doing awesome. I'm so happy to join you guys in the chat room. <laughs> We're happy to have you. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> For all of those who are not familiar with your dynamic team, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your literary journey. Okay. I'm Terry Johnson. Oh, my debut novel just came out about on August 7th of <laughs> this year. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So I have um, always, you know, wanted to write a book, always. And, you know, since I was little, you know, I said that I've been an avid reader since just all the time, since I was a preteen, teen, just always loved to read. So I knew I wanted to write a book, and it was just one of those things where I just kept putting on the back burner, putting it on the back burner. And then I would, um, I fell in love with, Victoria Christopher Murray, um, because um, her book, Temptation, became, well, I guess, you know, people kind of say that's one of the first uh, Christian fiction novels. So I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to write a book, something like this. So y'all know how long that came out, how long ago that was. Okay. So, you know, between Terry McMillan, you know, loving her, loving Elan Harris, you know, loving Rashawn to mm-hmm. Billingsley, just loving so many other books. I, you know, finally I talked to Victoria, talked to Rashonda, and I was like, I'm going to do this. So I sent, you know, I went on and wrote it, wrote my thoughts down, wrote everything, created the story, and sent it to Brown Girl Books. Mm-hmm. And they accepted it, and that was about a year ago. Yep, that was probably a little, maybe about a year ago, yeah. And I took classes from Victoria Christopher Murray, so took those classes and kind of, you know, honed the craft and, you know, just kind of got, oh, okay, you know, say, oh, okay. So had those aha moments, you know. So then I said, once I took about three classes, I said, okay, let me just go ahead and do this. <laughs> We know how that is because we stay trying to get in uh, Victoria's classes. She already mm-hmm. banned me, Alicia. We, we just banned. Mm-hmm. We have took too many. She said it wasn't nothing else for me to teach y'all. I'm going to need y'all. I'm going to need you just to go do what you're supposed to do. Right, exactly. And see, that's what happened. So, no, nah, she ain't letting us come in no more classes. Nah, uh-uh. We, uh-uh. we are banned. I try to go yeah. sneak through the back door, but she, she caught on to that. I know. I know we have to get some aliases or something because nah, she ain't let There us you back go. Uh-huh. She was not having it. I was not. No, I was no. like, but this one, mm-mm, no, mm-mm. Let somebody else get <laughs> yep, it. Yep, just write the book. That's what you say. Just write the book. Just write the book. Okay, okay, okay. So that's what I did. And faith alone was born. And I, mm. I and I always say I'm busy. I stay busy, and I do. And she said that's an excuse. So I, I have to tell right. I mean, out. we all are busy. I mean, because you're right. I mean, it's just been times where I was just like, oh, God. And like she was just saying, write a word a day. I mean, she said, because 
And I started that. And what happened was once you get started, you're going to keep mm-hmm. it going until that whatever's in you that day, you're going to keep it going. And so so that little one word or one paragraph is probably going to turn into at least an hour. And you can really kick some stuff out your head. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Get it off. So I, I have a true. challenge out. you absolutely right. I do have a challenge out to um, have two done by 2020. So, okay. Um, yeah. There you go. I can't wait. Yeah, I heard it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You put it out there in the atmosphere. Right. Mm-hmm. You, have, you gotta put that thing out there. That's right. So, Terry, oh, I have yes, a question do. for you. Okay. When you, when you sat down and you was like, okay, I'm going to just go ahead on and do it. What, what what was going on in your world at that time that you was like, okay, I'm going to do it? Or was it just that you just got banned and you was like, well, shoot, I can't even go into the class either? <laughs> you know, I'm going to tell you what it was. I'm going to tell you what it was. It was probably my son. He's seven. So I think what um what encouraged me to go ahead and start doing it was because I guess I kind of wanted him to see like a finished product. I think that's what it was, mm-hmm. honestly. You know, so I think he's my muse, my muse. So I think that's actually you know what the 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 why now. I mm-hmm. think he was the why now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he mm-hmm. was the why now. Yeah. Yeah. To show him, and mm-hmm. I took him to. I I was a vendor last Friday at a craft fair, and he was. And I took him with me because you know he he was mad because he couldn't come to Atlanta, Alicia. And oh. I was like, look, you can't come. I said, you can't hang. So I did like a probably about three or four hours. So I, I was like, okay, you don't want to come now. You're gonna really see what I was doing. Sitting behind the table selling books. I said, you're going to have to get outside, get in front of the table, pass out some of those flies, and this mm-hmm. is what, you know, selling is. And that's what he did. You know, that's what he did. Mm-hmm. You so. get, him, get him early and let him know this is this is not easy. This is something, if, this, you, if you want it, this is what you have to do to get right. it and to maintain right. it. Exactly. Yep. Mhm. Getting matters young age because um you know and it's it's never too late because I went to a women's summit um two weeks ago, and I took mm-hmm. my daughter who's twenty one and you know and sometimes you just have to put them in that environment just to see and just right. to get their creative right. juices flowing and she came away you don't know if they're soaking it up because these kids these days you just can't tell but when we was on a drive back home she's like mommy you know I I really got a lot out of that and I was like really. Even if they heard a couple of words, it's a, it's yep, something. excellent. Yep, mm-hmm, that is excellent. And you know, next year at the um, National Book Club conference, they're going to have a day with this male author. So I'm actually thinking about taking him with me next year for that mm-hmm. reason. So mm-hmm. that he, I mean, he'll be eight, but I think he'll be. You know, I think he can kind of hang a little bit, and I may just take a little all pair with me. One of my older. Well, my younger cousins, you know, something, you know, so when I want to do my thing, you know, they can kind of mm-hmm. hang out with him a little bit. But I'm thinking about taking him next year. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I agree with you. I agree. That's a good idea, Terry. This is Tony. We try to remember to introduce ourselves. But, you know, Alicia and I were at the uh, 
um, Atlanta Kickback uh, a couple of weeks ago, and there was a panel. Uh-huh. There was a, it was a lot. It was male and female authors, but a young man came up to, and asked the male authors, you know, directly to the male authors, you know, how do you? I'm just paraphrasing, but how do you stay true to yourself and stay true to your craft when you have so many mm-hmm. distractions around you, especially coming from the, the projects and around drugs? And these are, he was being real. Right. He kept it 100% real. And he wanted right. to know, you know, how did they do it? And, and, and But should he continue? Because he was around such an element that just wasn't what he was trying to, to get to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so, absolutely. so it's good to show young young boys and young men. This is what you can aspire to. Right. This is what you can aspire to. Exactly. So mm-hmm. exactly. That is so true. Now, how was your writing process, um, Carrie? Once you really got down to to, to the nitty gritty, how did it flow? I mean, is it character driven? Is it plot driven? Um, how how was that process for you? I would say it was plot driven more so. Um, mm-hmm. Since it was my first one, I I knew who the people were, but I also knew what needed to happen. So I kind of mm-hmm. so I'm going to say plot driven because I kind of knew what needed to happen and get me to where I want to get to. I'm one of those ones that can see the end in mind. Because I know a mm-hmm. lot of authors say they go through the book, but they're not even sure. You know, they kind of let it go mm-hmm. just to see, you know, how the story even unfolds. But I kind of knew right. how it was going to unfold. <laughs> so it's <laughs> interesting because, you know, as I do the second one or even the third one to see, you know, how whether I do it like that again or whether I can mm-hmm. just, you know, kind of let it flow and see what will happen. But so I'm mm-hmm. going to say plot driven. And a lot of times since my son is seven, you know, to find the time to write, it was hard. So, you know, that's when I had to depend on my village. Like after work, I may go to like an IHOP or Denny's or um, Panera Bread is the, my favorite one. Go to Panera Bread. Mm-hmm. Now I might have to mm-hmm. ask my mom or my sister, you know, can you mm-hmm. um you know watch Josh for you know a couple of hours here and there or some Saturdays I tried to at least get four hours in straight you know just go somewhere so for me it was depending on my village as well because you know mm-hmm. you, you can't I mean because you have to get away to a to a mm-hmm. quiet environment you know just to clear mm-hmm. your head and just to focus. Right. And speaking of your village, um, Terry, this is still Tony. Who would you say has been your biggest supporter throughout this first writing experience that you had? Uh, uh, uh. I mean, in terms of my immediate family, I mean, I might have to say my mom um, and my sister because they gave me the time. I mean, they, they gave me the time to, you know, get away and just to be able to do it. Um, mm-hmm. In terms of the um, writing piece, I'm going to have to say, you know, of course, Victoria and then um, my BFF, my BFF, mm-hmm. Rhonda, she is my, she was with me at um, down the um, National um, Book Club Conference, but she is kind of like my accountability partner. Like, she was, if I didn't say anything, I mean, she would say, okay, how's it coming um, okay, mm-hmm. so we need to have two chapters kicked out by, I mean, she kept me on task. And I'm the mm-hmm. type, 
that I need that type of um, timeline, outline. So I kind of mm-hmm. ran a lot of things through her so she could see that I was moving and not letting other things get in the way of mm-hmm. the right, mm-hmm. you know, just, mm-hmm. just, just, just life. I mean, because life is just, you know, should you be tired? It can get in the way. It home. can get in the way. Yeah, <laughs> you want to come home, lay on that bed, lay on that couch, flip them channels, watch that TV. And it was funny because I remember one time, and it's probably on Facebook. Um, and it could have been in our writers group. I don't know which writers group, but somebody was like, "Look, I'm going to turn this TV off because I'm trying to have myself <laughs> on TV." I said, "I'm that's right." <laughs> We got to write. I know, that's right. Day. We can have our stuff on TV. We sit up here watching all the TV. Uh-uh. So, like, we got to have our stuff on TV. So, I thought that was an awesome um, comment. You know, let me cut this TV off so I can do what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's keeping it real. <laughs> yeah. Real, real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let somebody watch you. <laughs> oh, yours. Yes. Yes. Watch my stuff. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Absolutely. True. Now, this is Leisha. We got to say who we are because we sound so much alike. Yes, you guys do. Yes, y'all do. <laughs> so my question for you is, now you're a mom, you, you work, you you write. How do you balance everything? Um. Well, okay, let's keep it real. I don't do I? I don't know if I do. But people will probably. <laughs> He say I probably do um, balance. I would say not stressing out. Like, I'll say, okay, I'm going to write two hours on Wednesday, two hours on the and, and if I don't do that on Friday, if I know, you know, I've been kind of putting Josh off on Ma and on Friday, if, if we going to go to the movies, I don't stress myself out about, you know, the fact that I didn't write on Friday. So I just try to, mm-hmm. as, as long as I'm doing, keeping my little progress, then I'm, I don't beat myself up. I guess that's kind of like just kind of keeping a little schedule just, just to make sure I'm still moving, make sure Josh is straight because I'm a single mom, make sure Josh is straight, and, you know, got to go to work. So we're going to definitely do that. But um, just kind of keeping a little schedule, you know, I, that's how I would say. That's how I keep balance. Because if I don't, then you, um, then you're right. Just it'll kind of be helter skelter. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. Now <laughs> we were sitting that. here. <laughs> now we were sitting here two years from now, talking about your accomplishments. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things we'll be talking about? Okay, we will be talking about. My sophomore novel in two years. We will be talking about um, probably the release of my third novel in two years. Um, hmm. I will be celebrating a birthday, a milestone, I'll call it, um, in about two years. So, so my accomplishment will just be um, just enjoying life. Making sure, because, see, by the time I retire from the federal government, in my mind, I want to have 10 novels completed. And I got about 10 years for that. So that's a book a year. So that's really kind of where I am in in my mind now. So mm-hmm. those are some that. So I hope to be on the path to that. 
Mm-hmm. Well, that's, well, that's not a bad do. path to, to, to be traveling on. That's my plan. I can, I can see that yeah. being doable. That is doable. And you know, <laughs> right, it's funny right. that you, you know said that. Because a lot of authors don't have a plan. That's right, but a lot of authors don't have a plan. You know, they don't mm-hmm. they don't plan uh, the process for their book. Like, they don't see it beyond writing it, you know, and they don't see okay. what comes after the one that they're working on. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay. what's going to be next? Oh, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. But you supposed to thought about it when you was actually when you was writing this first one. So mm-hmm. if you could drop mm-hmm. five jewels on a new and upcoming author or an aspiring author, what would those jewels be? Ooh. Um, um, be true to who you are. Make sure that you travel the path that you really feel God gave you. Whatever your gift is, follow it. You know, some people are novelists. Some people might be screenwriters. Whatever you feel is your God-given ability, just go ahead and follow that. Um, I would say create an outline, follow your outline, and create a timeline, and try to follow your timelines. And stay healthy. That's number four. Stay healthy because we can't do nothing if we sick. So I would Mm -hmm. stay healthy. Yes, and um, you know, always, you know, keep your keep God, your family, and um, your friends, um, just keep them around and in your life, and you know, just enjoy the people around you too. Don't 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 beat yourself up about the writing thing, and don't you know, um, you know, get too stressed about it. Just do whatever feels mm-hmm. comfortable, and do whatever comes naturally. Mhm. Oh, oh some good jewels from a first get author. A mentor. Yeah, get mm-hmm. a mentor. That's yeah, a mentor. That's what I would say too. Find wow, a mentor. That's a good one. Because they're gonna keep you on on point. Like, cause mm-hmm. Victoria keeps me on point. Like, she just, you know, I mean, I, you, you know, mm-hmm. she just keeps me on point. And she wants she, the way she speaks to me, and she speaks life into me too. So that makes me want to keep going. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, find a mental. Mm. That's a good one. Yep. I like that one. Thank you. Mm. So, Terry, tell us about your, your, your debut novel. Since you're going to be writing okay. part of uh, your sophomore and the third one down your path. So tell us about the one <laughs> present. <laughs> okay. Well, Face Alone is my debut novel. Um, it's about a couple, uh, I would say Brian and Lachelle. Um, they've been married about 12 years, and they didn't think they could have children, but unexpectedly, they do find themselves pregnant. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, the pregnancy is a life-threatening pregnancy for Lachelle. So, you know, after we go through some drama, after we experience a little bit of, um, well, some tragedy, we watched Michelle um, struggle emotionally, mentally, and physically because her, you know, pre- pregnancy is high risk. Um, but we, she has her best friends in her life, and we kind of watched them maneuver through the um, the um, the grief, and that's where depression is kind of 
scene in the book, um, you know, of course they're laughing, of course they're having fun like good girlfriends do, you know, so we kind of see them go through that. Um, and, you know, can she let go of some of the baggage um, as she going through and, you know, what does she have to depend on? And hence the mm-hmm. title of the book, Faith Alone. Mm. Now, is this a standalone or a, a part of a series? Well, uh, I'm going to say, I am going to say it might be a series. I guess mm-hmm. I'm going to lean more towards that than a standalone because the sophomore book, it's going to have, she's going to be in the sophomore book and um, it is going to kind of pick up from the debut novel. So I will say, go ahead and say a series. Mm-hmm. That's on my spirit right now. Oh, okay. Well, we know we listen to the spirit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. Right. That's on my spirit right now. So that's what we're going to say. Yes, honey. We listen to the spirit. The spirit ain't going to steer you wrong. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, Mm. you know, here on Let's Chat, we like to do something fun. Okay. But before we do that, (laughs) Okay. I want you to um, Okay If I'm going to ask a question And then I know Tia mm-hmm. asked a question But if you could write An anthology you, mm. you, you are writing an anthology And you could have five authors In it dead or alive Who would you pick mm. to be in that book And why Okay. Five. Well, the first two off the top are Victoria Christopher Murray and Rashad Tate Billingsley because they, you know, published my debut novel. So that's two off off the break, and I love their work. Elin Harris. I mean, I just, I just ate his books up. I mean. I, I just love him so much as a writer. That's three. I gotta go ahead and say my girl, Terry McMillan. Love her life. Gotta gotta do that. And if my fifth one would be, I am going to say, this is one of my newer authors that I that well that I've become introduced to. A lot of folk have pro- probably may know her, but it's Tiffany L. Warren. I love Tiffany. Mm-hmm. I just started her book probably about a year ago, and um, I, I just love her writing too. So those, that's what I'm gonna say. Those are my five. Mm. Impressive. Now, <laughs> mm-hmm. would they write in it? I hope so. And I hope, you know, Elin will sprinkle some of his, you know, spirit down and, you know, help us. But those those, those would be my five. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Now, T always, so the, the, what T we do here on Let's Chat for our fun session is we like to do live excerpts. Okay. And so T is going to give you a prop or two or three, mm-hmm. and you run it <laughs> however you want. I have whatever direction you want to go in, okay? 
All right, okay. see, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, like I said, this is this is the part where Alicia sits back with her popcorn and her red cup, and she's like, "Okay, now let's go." <laughs> Well, first off, Terry, Alicia and I, we so appreciate you sharing some of your quality, precious time with us here on Let's Chat, girl. Please don't let this be your last time visiting us and our listeners. You know, this is your home. You're welcome back anytime. But um, like we say, we love having fun here on Let's Chat. And just listening to you, I try to gauge my questions on on our guests. And uh, I want to give you, tonight is going to be three props. (laughs) Okay. Now, like we said, you can use them any kind of way you want, but the first prop is a raincoat. The second prop is an ice cube. And the oh. third prop is a, hmm, I'm going to say a whip. And you can put those <laughs> props any any together, any kind of way you want, with a present character or make one up. <laughs> we love okay. hearing our guest creative juices flow. So let's go. <laughs> Okay, so we are saying that, let me just make sure I understand, because I don't want to embarrass okay. myself. So we're saying that we're going to use these three props. Right. To, to tell, I'm to tell you what I would do with them. And no, you're going like, to take a that, scene, take a scene from the book. Oh. And okay. you're going to drop those props in the scene. Oh, okay. Okay. Wow. You gotta walk us through it. Walk us through it. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, in this one of the scenes in the beginning of the book, um, the shell is stressed because she needs to let Brian know that she is pregnant. So I'm going to say, in an effort to calm him and relax him, she has decided to dress in this red, shiny, short raincoat. And she has this ice cube, and she is going, it's hot outside. So her intent is to use the ice cubes to put on his forehead so that he can uh, make sure he is cool, calm and cool. And the whip, hmm, she's going to entice him to the bedroom with the whip. And they may uh, get busy before she pops her news. Is that oh, the setup? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. First off, I like the little short, shiny red raincoat. I love that. <laughs> wait, wait. I guarantee that's going to be somebody's prop. He got a short, shiny raincoat, <laughs> some red matte Ooh, lipstick, red, and a wig. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I know some people listening. They 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 gonna call me later and they gonna say the same thing that you just said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know what, Terry? If they're listening to Let's Chat, they know ain't no telling what's gonna come out of our lunch in our mouth, and they know we love having fun with our guests. <laughs> yes, yes. 
But that's why we do what we do here on Let's Chat. You know, a lot of times when authors come out, they have their their first books or they might have more than one book and those books still have not created legs. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so in the meantime, your legs become your book's legs and your personality becomes the things that lead the draw in your readers. And so a lot of times, you know, when people – Readers get to feel your passion. They feel it in your pen when they're reading your book. But if they've never read your book, if it's never been, uh, there's not word of mouth around it, it's never been presented to them by another reader, your personality, mm-hmm. why you do what you do, all of that draws people in. They're like, oh, I like her. Let me go pick that up. And then, boom, mm-hmm. you got to drown. You can yeah. pull them on in. And then now they're telling people, yeah, I was listening to the show, and da 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 she had this off the own girl. I picked up her book. Let me tell you what happened. Boom. Word of mouth. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. That's yeah. how I be happening. Yeah. All right. And don't worry. Right. Well, mm-hmm. I'm pregnant. Don't let a good book boo be in there. You got a good book boo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> we love our book boos. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love it. <laughs> We so appreciate you coming to kick it with us here in the chat room. You are welcome back anytime. Since we know you will be on here once a year for the next 10 years, we are okay with that. Yes. We'll put you a chair in the corner with the yes. name Terry on the back and your key under the net. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Please shout out your social media handle so our listeners can uh, follow you and any um, events that you may have coming up. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask them to go to my Facebook. My um, website is www.terryannjohnson.com. And my Facebook, I believe, is Terry Johnson. Or author Terry Ann Johnson dot com mm-hmm. of course. Um, so my Instagram is Terry Johnson and my Twitter is T A Johnson four nineteen. So please follow me. Awesome. I'm yes, gonna follow you. Follow I'll her. follow you myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. We so love it having you here on the chat room with us, coming to kick it with us. You know you are welcome Thank back you. anytime. Thank you me. Okay, I appreciate it. <laughs> You're very welcome. All right, and I'm going to keep listening tonight, too. Oh, oh thank you. Good. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank I'm you. I'm listening tonight, okay? <laughs> we thank you for that. All right. Thank you. Have a great evening. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, y'all. That was, we had the fabulous Terry Johnson. Love her to death, y'all. She is the sweetest, 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 sweetest. You will see her for many, many years, but you're going to start seeing her. She goes to events a lot, so she's very warm and welcoming. Just go ahead on, step up to her and say, hey, and make sure you buy that book. Mhm. Absolutely. <laughs> we got our next fabulous guest here in the chat room. She comes here often. The fabulous Teresa B. Howe. Welcome. Hey y'all. How y'all doing? 
Hey, Teresa, welcome back to the chat room, girl. I know, right? I just love y'all. So I was listening, and I heard something about whips and raincoats and props. <laughs> what y'all got going on tonight? I write Christian fiction. Look, that's her her disclaimer. Let me tell you, I write Christian fiction. <laughs> we ain't got nothing in those books. Hey, she did her thing with that. She did her thing, didn't she? Yes, yes she that did. little red raincoat. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> so, Teresa, you got to I'm tell us to... what you've been cooking in your creative kitchen. Oh, my goodness. I've been so busy and running around like a chicken. So I am working on a book called Delayed But Not Denied. I'm almost finished. Um, it's about a first lady going through a middle age crisis. And I can't tell you what she's going to do, but um, she kind of loses her mind a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I'm also um, having rehearsals for the stage play, That Church Life. Um, we are putting on that performance November 10th. So we are working on that, and we have a, a really good cast and making them Tyler Perry ready. So those are the only uh. two projects in the kitchen right now because I, I can't do, I, I just can't balance like I used to balance. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. two projects at a time I think is enough. Yeah. yeah. Those are some busy projects you got going on. Yeah, very time-consuming, but I I really do want to stick with my writing because that's my first passion. So um, I'm always going to be trying to crank out a book. I can't write as fast as most authors out there. These these young writers be writing 30 days flat. I can't do that. So Mm -hmm. it's about six months, and then I'm going to be finished. (laughs) But, yeah. Got to stick with right. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Now, for all of those who are not familiar with you, and they're not familiar familiar with your series, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your series. Oh, okay. I came on like everybody know me, right? Okay. They do. So. That's how you. But wait, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to own it. Like everybody here to listen to me. They came here for me, and y'all all know who I am. <laughs> that's how I came on. I was like, oh hey y'all, like y'all know what I'm doing. But for those of you that don't, <laughs> for those of you that don't know me, my name is Teresa B. Howell. I am a Christian fiction author. I like to write Christian fiction thriller suspense. I have a trilogy that is called That Church Life, and the trilogy has stemmed into a stage play. So that's how you would know me. I go by author Teresa B., um, and I practically shove my books down your throat on purpose um, (laughs) because I want everybody and their mother to read them. And it's kind of worked in my favor, so um, everybody's still, they're still enjoying the book. The books are still in the top. 20 and 30 countdown Christian fiction categories. And so um, it's been over a year now. And um, go buy the book if you don't have it already. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's been, this is Tony. You know, we always try to remember to let you know who you're talking to. It's been a year, Teresa, <laughs> since you last been on here. Oh, my God. Where's the time flying? 
Yeah, it's probably been, um, yeah, I think it's been a year. <laughs> because yeah, because I, I remember the first book when the first book came out. Yeah, I came when the first book came out, and then I came, the second book came out last October. So, it's all, yeah, it's almost okay. been a year. Almost mm-hmm. a year. Okay. Now, this is still Tony, um, Teresa. With this book going, you know, putting into a stage play, what was on your heart to make you want to see this up on the stage? What 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 was it about this book that you wanted to transform onto the stage? Um, well, from what I've been told, um, a lot of uh, seasoned authors that have read the book, they said I wrote the book as if it was like a play or a movie. They said mm-hmm. you could really go right right into film with this. Um, wow! But since I don't have, yeah, but since I don't have film money right now, I figured mm-hmm. I'd just go do the stage play first. You know, let the audience grow even more before you know I try to make it into a movie. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, that's what I was told that um, I wrote it, um, that they can actually see it on the screen on how I wrote the book. Mm-hmm. Now this this is still Tony. Now this is um, to put your book into stage play form. It's a totally different animal from sitting down and writing a book. You know, you have to come at it from a different angle, and, and just it's it's a whole different um, box of, of of whatever. How has this process been? And do you think that you would do it again with an uh, any book that you may write in the future? Yeah. Um... For me, it wasn't that hard. So I did get some help. I did get someone to kind of format it and put it all into order. Um, her, name, her name is Renee Stenfield. She's with Cast Me Not, um, a place out of Charlotte. So she kind of helped me do the preliminary steps and put the first version of the script together. Um, but it was mm-hmm. like after that, and I saw, it's like because I'm so visual, it's like once I see you do it one time, I kind of get the gist of it, and I try to do it myself. So mm-hmm. um, it was one of those situations where, you know, she gave me the script, and I kind of tweaked it. And I saw the, some of the characters and how I could bring them out a little more. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I could do it again with, with depending on, um, well, it's all about the audience as well. So the audience really loves this book, this, this trilogy. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it has to be something that, that, the audience already knows about, in my opinion, because most of the people that are flocking to this play because I'm a new producer, they're flocking mm-hmm. because they know the storyline from the book. So mm-hmm. it would definitely have to be, yeah, it would definitely have to be something that, that the audience is familiar with in order for me to mm-hmm. do another playwright. Mm-hmm. That truly helps. This is still Tony. I want to ask you, you know, as readers, because Alicia and I, we are readers first and foremost. When we read a book, we already, like, have a movie going on in our heads as we're reading the book. Now, did you have any preconceived uh, notions on how you wanted your characters to be portrayed, and did it change from when you wrote the story to actually putting it on stage? No, it didn't. It didn't change that much at all. The only thing that, let me see, there, there's less drama on stage, of course, because the book of full mm-hmm. drama, <laughs> church drama <laughs> to be exact. Um, but the the main character of the book, Missy, who kind of irks everybody's nerves, she will still mm-hmm. irk your nerves in the play, in the stage play. 
Um, however, the character that people seem to love the most out of the book was a character called Mother Smithfield. So mm-hmm. I brought her out more in the script because that's the character that everybody wants to see. Okay, what is it about uh, Mother Smithfield that people love? <laughs> let me see. She's bossy. She's everybody's mother. Um, she threatens to slap people in the middle of the congregation. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Mother Smithfield's off the chain. She's, she's the oldest member of Mount Zion Church, and mm-hmm. she knows everybody's business. She knows everybody's secrets. Um, and everybody comes back and tells, they tell, come and tell her everything as well. So she's well informed on what's going on. And if you don't respect her, you're going to get popped. I love it. No wonder people love her. <laughs> yeah. So she's the one. That, and the character that I have, Miss um, LaWanda Johnson, she, the, the actor, actress, she is amazing. It's like she brought Mother Smithfield to life. With it was like so easy for her, so I mean, when she came to the first rehearsal, um, she came with the wig on and the hat, like she was ready to go. So <laughs> I think the audience is really gonna love her because she just she doesn't hold back, and she uh-huh. definitely she and also it helped that she read the book. She read all three of the books, so she knows what people are expecting of Mother Smithfield as well. So. Ah, she did a homework. Mm. Yeah. Mhm. She did. I so she came in. She already came in in that uh, in that role, and she just showed you what you needed to do. Just, just you're you're hired. Yeah. I mean, you didn't have to blink with her. It was instant. Like, wow. Yes, that's Mother Smithfield right there. So she was perfect for the role. Mm. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Now I have I have a question for you, Teresa. Mm-hmm. Which do you like better? The process for like taking mm-hmm, the process for writing a book or writing a screenplay? Whew. Both of them are tiring. Um but Probably the screenplay, because it's already written in book form, it's easier just to go back to the manuscript and get what you need, whereas the process of writing is like brand new, brand new characters, brand new whatever, and it's like 50 gazillion million rewrites. Um, and so it gets kind of frustrating when you're, when you're writing a book because you're, you're always changing and evolving with your story. So um, playwright is probably easier for me. Okay. And if we were sitting here two years from now talking about the things that you have accomplished with your books and your plays, what are some of the things we'll be talking about? Girl, you going to say, I saw her on the red carpet. Mm-hmm. She was next to Tyler Perry. <laughs> And she was holding up that award, and you couldn't tell her nothing. And her weave was so fly. Yes, it was. It was nice and straight. And and you didn't see her tracks in the middle. She had it. She got it going on. That's what you don't say. Because I'm I'm a season between Tyler Perry and Oprah in the next two years. Wait, wait, not the tracks in the middle. <laughs> I was about to say that. Not the no show tracks. 
yes, you ain't gonna see no trash. Cause I'm telling you, these weeds I've been looking at this summer. Oh my goodness! You see the tracks <laughs> in the middle. You see oh, and the angry, the, the angry, angry eyebrows and the flowers, lashes. <laughs> girl, summertime ain't been good to some of these girls. I'm telling you. And I'm going to say this, so um, I'm not trying to offend anybody, so don't send me no inboxes. But the drag queen look like every woman looks like a drag queen. Whether you, it, this is like, dude, don't you know we got natural features? Yeah, I said it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. And you really, yeah, you really got to check if there's an Adam's apple or not because it's like everything is fake now. Like, <laughs> You really are Y'all killing me really over here. <laughs> they got the bat wing, eyelashes. They flying south for the winter. <laughs> oh, y'all know we like to have fun here on Let's Chat. We like to have fun. We like to have fun. <laughs> Please don't let me don't let me start using that. <laughs> <laughs> so let me start using that way. That's a prop. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh you might have they to mute my phone because I'm crying over here. <laughs> Y'all remember the flying nun? You remember her hat? That's the people eyelashes nowadays. They look just oh, like Lord. the tip of the flying nun's hat. Oh my God! Ridiculous. <laughs> Not tonight, nope, not today. Not today. <laughs> Fly yourself for the winter. <laughs> not tonight. So we do like tonight. to have fun here on Let's Chat. We like to have fun here on Let's Chat. And she always has a fun question, but I got some fun questions for y'all tonight. My fun question is, uh, for you is, you are writing a script for a movie. And you get to pick... Six cast members. Mm-hmm. Who would you pick and why? <laughs> well, three of them would be the, the flying eyelash nun looking kids. <laughs> Teresa, you got to get me going. You got to have to mute my phone. <laughs> At least three of them would be part of that team. <laughs> That's a team. <laughs> it's Y'all a whole know I'm goofy. Don't be asking me stuff like that after you done said something about somebody eyelashes and you think I'm just gonna sit there and not say nothing. You know I'm stupid. Oh my, <laughs> she said, oh my goodness. So clearly she's saying there's a team of folk out there that's confused about how makeup is applied. I can't with John. I can't with you and me. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 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 So we got the, the three on the team. <laughs> yeah, the three on the team. You got to have, you, you're doing the um, script for a movie, and you're picking the oh, cast yeah, yeah. for your movie. Yeah. What's the name okay. of the movie? Flying <laughs> <laughs> Nun. Flying um. <laughs> <laughs> Nun with bat wing eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I'm hurting over here <laughs> So the the six 
flying nuns. No, just three. Just the three with the eyelashes. Just the three. Oh, good. The other three, they yeah. The other three, they'll be normal. But I don't know. You know, it's some. <laughs> it's some. It's some good. It's some good actors out there. Um. Whew. Wait a minute, I gotta get a fan because you, you, you just. <laughs> I me too. I gotta put my fan on. <laughs> what I do? What I do? <laughs> I don't know what I did. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm crying over here, and I got so hot up in here. <laughs> I'm gonna be in Atlanta um, in September. Maybe we can go oh. out and eat or something. Yes. You gotta let me know. Yeah, September sixteenth. Wait, 15th. September sixteenth? Fifteenth. To Monique's thing? So, no, to the uh red ink thing. It's um, called red ink. Yeah, look, don't, don't somebody okay, sign keep me. Keep me posted up. on that one. <laughs> Red you got a flyer for it? Yeah, I got a flyer. I'll send, I'll send okay, you, you got a September around the corner. You got to be posting up the flyer. Yeah, I'll be there. Wait, the 15th, yeah, um, is that a Friday? That's a Saturday. That's a Saturday. Okay. Mm-hmm. But we, we yeah. should, me and Lachelle Weaver should, uh, we're coming together, so we should be down there Friday evening. Okay. All right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, honey. We will do lunch. Absolutely. Now, yes. on to Dee's question, because, you know, T be having them bomb questions. <laughs> I can't wait to see the props that she gives you. <laughs> I don't know if I can beat them that way you fly south, but I'll try. <laughs> you can get me going, Lee. Teresa, forgive me. If I, I just got to try to get it out straight. But I want to I want to focus our our fun question on uh, Mother Smithfield tonight. <laughs> mm-hmm. We you know we want you to give us a live excerpt. I want Mother Smithfield. I'm going to use the same process I use with Terry. I want you to show Mother Smithfield seeing someone that shouldn't be wearing what they're wearing, and that was a red um, a raincoat, a whip. And what was it? An ice cube. Now she's looking out her window and she sees something unfold. Can you can you give us a little running excerpt of what she sees though with those three props? What she sees or what she does? Oh, she can do it too now. Ooh. Let her do it. She let her oh, do she it. Okay, Grandma. <laughs> that had Grandma. Little... Y'all know the mothers of the churches is the ones that's uh uh-huh. yeah. Mm, they fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They are, because they, they, done, they done been where you think you going. So, yeah, Mother Smithfield, oh. she she is looking out her window, and um, she sees this prostitute with this whip walking down Liberty Street. And um, she gets, she runs down the stairs, and she goes outside. She puts her hands on her hips, and she says, Little girl, where you going with that whip? And little girl, well, she ain't a little girl. She a grown woman, but you know everybody, little girl, little girl, little girl. So then she um, comes over there. She explains, you know, you know, she a hooker, whatever. You know, this is what she do for a living. Mother Smithfield try to give her some tips on that how to use that whip, and they're in the middle of Liberty Street demonstrating how to swing the the whip a certain kind of way. 
That's what Mother Smithfield would do. Mm-hmm. And she might even take the whip upstairs with her. We don't know oh. what she's going to do when she closes the door, but oh. she might have to steal that whip. Cause I like be Mother Smithfield. She may be old, but she still got hormones, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Sometimes she, she could probably she could probably teach a few things with that whip. Yep, she she's up there practicing for her old uh, senior citizen date. Yep, sure is. That's the senior citizen date. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I love it. I love it. Teresa, we want you to shout out all of your social media and where. Everybody can pick up your book and when everybody can see your play and where they can purchase tickets. Okay, cool. So Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram are all Author Teresa B. Author Teresa B. That's my name to reach me on those three handles. And you can go to Eventbrite to get tickets for the play. They go for between 25 and $35. It's November 10th at the Haytai Heritage Center here in Durham, North Carolina at 7 p.m. Um, and if you can't catch them on Eventbrite, you can go to my website, TeresaBHowell.com. Awesome. Well, you know, we so appreciate you coming and sharing some of your special, special time with us here on Let's Chat. And, you know, you are always welcome to come back anytime. Well, I appreciate y'all, and I hope y'all will um, be able to come and see the play, or maybe I could bring it to Atlanta. I'm oh. in New York, so you make your way up here. I'll definitely come. Oh, you are? Okay. Yeah. When I'm in Atlanta, I'm visiting. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that's okay, her okay. TV time. Mm-hmm. We sit down and we watch TV. <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay, yeah, well. I'm in New York. Alicia's in Atlanta. So we okay. have fun. We get together, though. All right. Well, maybe you can come to New York. I don't know about Broadway because it might be, you know, it might be too ghetto for Broadway. But, you know, we'll get it there. I don't know if it's <laughs> anything could be too ghetto for Broadway nowadays. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, hopefully so we can get it that way. Mm. Off Broadway works. I'm not sure about Broadway, but off Broadway works. Okay, cool. <laughs> Thank y'all for having Ask- me. You are so welcome. We always enjoy when you come through here. Appreciate y'all. We appreciate what time does the show end? What? Nine. What time does your at nine o'clock? Oh, okay. Yep, we got our next guest. She's swinging here. You can stay and listen. Okay, tell the next next guest I said hello, and I will talk to y'all later. Yes, All right, ma'am. take care. All right, bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. That was so fun. I, I like that Mother Smithfield, Natalie. I know. <laughs> the old characters in books are so hilarious. Like Especially old church so characters, hilarious. old mother characters. Right, and I think and I think she's going to have her own legs. I think that character is going to go far and be doing a lot of extra other things. 
She, I, mm-hmm. she might even have her own little book. Oh, that's an idea. We have to run that by Miss Teresa. Mm-hmm. Give, give, give her her own book. We got to see where she came off and, and came up and some of the things that she did that folks don't know. Because you right. know everybody always hires some a skeleton, so we want to see what skeletons in her closet. Yeah, get the backstory of Mother Smithfield and how, see how she got to where she. Oh, that's a good one. We're gonna have to run that by Therese. Run that by her when y'all have lunch, please. We would love to see Mother Smithfield with her own <laughs> legs, as we say. <laughs> Absolutely. And we waiting for our next guest to come into the chat room. We will take a brief break and we will be right back. Okay. Mm. Oh, I got a little, it's a little slow. We're gonna play some bandana bonds. We haven't played him in a while. Loud it, loud it, loud it, loud it, loud it. Loaded. You see this cigarillo, yeah. Big Marcus just rolled up, that bitch loaded. You see this yeah. extendo hanging out the side of my hip, that bitch loaded. Let go! Walk up in the bank with a bag, bitch, I'm loaded. Uh-huh. Keep a bad red bone with me and she loaded. Uh-huh. Club department full of Swiss and Swedes, bitch, I'm loaded. Uh-huh. Squeeze the trigger till it can't breathe, then reload it. Niggas talk a whole lot of shit, but be friends.
Hey, yo, Kevin, my nigga, you stay loaded, I stay loaded, you heard me? This your boy, yo, got it. Good night, everybody. 